0: Welcome to the FitPro podcast. Today we are joined by entrepreneur, writer, author and endurance athlete Fiona Bugler. Fiona has a wealth of experience within the industry and she's here to tell you more about it and also how you can successfully reflect on 2018 as an instructor. We'll also be discussing how to incorporate ideas from social media influence into your own business model. Fiona, it's great to have you with us today. Thank you for joining the podcast. Perhaps you can start by introducing yourself to all of the fit pros. Well,
1: I will do. Great. Well, it's great to be here. Thanks for my intro. That sounded very, very good. So, as you said, so I'm a content and communications specialist and a coach. So, I used to be a journalist, I've been a personal trainer, and I pulled it all together and continue to do what I love. As you said, I'm a fitness entrepreneur. So, I've written the Get Known programme, as I've had lots of experience of, of um, reaching out to people through communications, through content and marketing. And I've just launched a new online health and wellbeing fitness programme and subscription service called Her Spirit, which is driven by my passion to empower women through health, fitness and sport.
0: Fantastic. Busy, busy. What key areas of their business do you think instructors should be paying particular attention to over the Christmas time? Well I think
1: anyone should spend time reflecting over the Christmas time, instructors or just general everybody, because it's a kind of even though it's crazy busy time, it's also like we kind of hibernate and there will be in that dead time where everyone in the world shuts down some time to just stop and reflect. So what should instructors look at? I think you should start to look at what your you know, what you think has been successful for you. And remember, the success is is very much a subjective thing. And yeah, it's different for everyone. It's it? totally different. And I mean, the dictionary definition, I think, is something along the lines of the accomplishment of a aim or a purpose. So you have to remember what your purpose was at the beginning of the year. And it might have been, say you haven't made as much money as you like, but you might have had a purpose and an aim to give yourself a bit more time, do what you love. So if you haven't achieve say as much money then give yourself say okay but have you achieved the thing that you wanted which maybe is less stress in your life mm. and actually money is something as a business that you do need to look at if you're running a business and you're self-employed and uh, it's often seen as a measure of success and as you know a simple thing you can do at this time is to, to, to do practical things like look at how you price your services really analyze how you what your hourly rate is mm. is and what you spend your time doing and see if you're if you're Charging enough for what you
0: do, and also I suppose look at the competitors as well and what they're doing in your yeah. area. And yeah, exactly. Go just, undercover and go to their classes as well. And <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah.
1: Check out. Yeah, always look at what other people are doing, but don't ever compare yourself. But just just to get an overview and make sure that you're, you know, doing what is needed for your market. Uh, I think the most important thing then when you're reflecting is to think: Have I been happy this year? And, you know, give yourself a score out of 10. Simple as that. And then, you know, you can get,
0: go back to that. Mm. And other particular other practices? Like we've mentioned that one, but are there other things that people can do? Like, I mean, you're a fan of a creating a mood board. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm quite a visual person. So
1: I love to cut out images from magazines. Now I do it on Pinterest and create boards there and take digital images and put them on there. And what that is, is to create a big vision and it might be completely what you may think is unrealistic. So I've got on my fridge a picture of a, a really nice house on the sea, on the beach with a swimming pool. At the moment, not quite within my reach, but <laughs> I do like to have those visions and those images. And you don't fixate them; you just put them there, put them out there. That's your big vision. And then obviously you've got to do some practical things to make those visions happen. So put, you create your vision. Mm. If it's visual on mood board works. If it's a, if you're more of a written like to write goals down maybe you could write a 12 month plan and then to drill down to make it more practical maybe apply the principles you do as a personal trainer to your own life and business so Mm. say you work in six week blocks you could set yourself some simple goals as you would as a trainer Always think what you're doing to to train to train people, coach people, and inspire people. You should be doing for yourself
0: in in your everyday life. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So
1: you have to practice what you preach.
0: Yeah, and then also, so looking ahead to the to the, to the near year, I think you also mentioned how trainers can you know take a look at their qualifications. Yeah. See what else, where well, how they could be maybe you know broadening.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. Their, their reach. I think. Yeah, again, in that practical thing when you've got that time. Maybe it's the 28th of December, and you. Got up and your clients aren't aren't around and you just think okay what are my skills take your time just write down all your skills what are you passionate about what interests you so maybe you, you're interested in mental health or you've you've been working with rehab patients can you develop that there's loads of opportunities to to sort of fine-tune your skills maybe doing like working with cancer patients dementia there's there's lots of places you can specialize in and then think about what makes you feel excited about being a coach. And it might be that you love to perform and be on stage, in which case go out and get you know, a slot doing yeah. a massive aerobics class or something. Or it could be that you just really want to make a difference with one person mm. or a small group of people. But So it's taking time to, and writing it down, I think, is a key thing. So listing your skills, listing what you love to do, and just building that picture and have it written down. And then that forms the plan that you then go on to do, whether it's written or a mood board or whatever. And that's all you need to do is taking that time to, to look at you. And evaluate, yeah. And you evaluate. And, and as you would with the, when you get a, client, a new client, you spend time finding out what it is they want, what's, what's happening in their life, where they are now, and what things they want to improve. And you probably say, take it one step at a time. So that you just do that for yourself, I think.
0: Definitely, yeah. And and there's also, as also approaching January, a lot of trainers, I'm sure, will be thinking about weight loss and body transformations. Perhaps you can just touch on that and why you know quick fix doesn't doesn't necessarily work, and Absolutely, it's more yeah. obviously a whole lifestyle change that trainers should be looking into.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, with the brand I've created, with uh, I'm working really hard on it at the moment. It's called Her Spirit, and what we want to achieve with that is to help women look at their whole self so their mind their body their fuel are all interlinked and it's all about self-care and it's not about saying oh in 30 days time I want to be exercise or if I fail on Monday that's it I have to start all over again it's about saying what can you do now in this moment to feel good Mm. and you know I think that's a, a big change in the, in the health and fitness and diet industry i think we need to take on the diet industry and mm. the, it hasn't worked for people so if you're a trainer and that resonates with you you also have to look at yourself and your goals and and feel, uh, take that approach with yourself so it's looking at things from the inside out
0: mm. yeah definitely and i think i think that's sort of depicted across social media as well with the body transformations yeah. and, and influencers really sort of taking control of of that change yeah. maybe let's just touch on, on the influencers and yeah. you know i'm sure a lot of trainers might have people that they follow online yeah. how can they successfully you know use positive things from the social media in their own business models
1: well i think the key thing with influencers is that uh, they're, they're successful most of them are successful because they're real and authentic and being true to themselves and that's they're the ones who really make it mm. so the first thing is don't try and copy somebody else and imitate them because it will come through. We live in a very transparent world. People find you out immediately. So be true to what you're you're about. That's the first thing. And then, you know, as you, if you want to become an influencer, there's a lot of things to consider. There's the practical things like look at what they're doing well. You know, what, if you like their clothing, the music they play, the way they film things, maybe you can take some of that and make it your own. Mm. But at the same time, you must remember that's when you if you become an influencer and an online you know reach a massive audience that you you could get a lot of stick
0: yeah i think as we're actually recording this podcast as uh theresa may awaits the vote of no confidence so very timely example there of you know of how that news pressure and speculation and gossip can actually impact someone's
1: yeah so yeah, you've well-being. got to be a robust character. You've got to get, take, get your Theresa May kind of metal mm. <laughs> on. And I mean, you have to be a robust character because, I mean, I was I was saying to you earlier, well, watching Theresa May mm. on Facebook Live yesterday, there was just a torrent of abuse. I don't think people even listened to what she said. So people, there's trolls everywhere. Mm. And fitness people really do get the stick because they, if they're exposing their bodies mm. or they're showing themselves doing stuff, people get jealous and they yeah. want to attack them so you've got to be able to if you think you you can reach a wide audience you've got to be prepared for all of that for all of that yeah. and, and make sure that you're able to handle it and it, there are other ways of influencing through digital channels which don't have to necessarily attract that put
0: yourself abuse.
1: out there to yeah. that extent
0: what what sort of thing well you
1: think? can you can share videos with your your community your group say you've got a running group of women and you want to share some videos with them mm. you can you know keep it contained you stay in control of what you want to mm-hmm. deliver because once it's out there it's out there and so you know just remember that that if you randomly put things out there it, and it's not part of your strategy and what you're about it can come back and yeah back I
0: later. think that's a good point and I think then it then there's almost yeah. you, you get a run, you kind of run away with it and there's the expectation yeah. that you must produce this because yeah you know, you've got an audience that they're waiting for you to produce this content so yeah I think I, I think it's remembering that you are in control And it's okay to say no (laughs) and sort of claw it back. And I think it always comes back to
1: if you're a really good coach and you want to relate to your clients, it always comes back to how you would treat them. So, you know, we're talking about as personal trainers and and coaches about self-care, about self-improvement and you know looking after yourself so you have to do that yourself mm. if you're a stress frazzled trainer who's got to deliver on social media you've got to you're running from client to client it's just not going to work so you have to look at yourself holistically because that's what people need I think at this day and you know, age as you know a receiver of your
0: services yeah I think I think it's that that's the whole relationship yeah. building. building they, they want to come to you and feel that they have confidence in you yeah and if they don't, then yeah, they're going to go elsewhere.
1: They are. And I think, you know, one of the things I say to do in Get Known is, is identify your tribe. And by that, I mean, you could do this in your reflective time over between Christmas and New Year's. Really think about the client you want to attract. Mm. And you can actually write down their qualities, describe them. You can even cut out a picture of the sort of person you might want to work <laughs> with, because then it's you're clear about who you are and what you're about. And... You know, if if there are things that maybe you need to address, you might kind of realise when you start to list who you want, that you're not actually working with that type of person. Say you've got a really demanding CEO CEO or something who makes you feel stressed, then maybe that's not what you need to do your best as a trainer and a coach.
0: Yeah, I think that's because I think there is that probably inclination for January to let's get as many new clients on board as possible. And obviously that will be a learning curve because some might work out and some won't. But I think it's, yeah, really like assessing yeah. that individual because they might not be right for you so
1: yeah because like as we said it's a relationship it's a two-way thing you give you take that it's, it's always it, because it is an intimate kind of thing and we are offering a big part of ourselves we have to make sure we're absolutely clear about who we are and it's the same with I believe, like with her spirit, we really are recognising that, you you know, that thing I said to you at the beginning about we want to be, it's from inside out and it's um, really examining what you're wanting mm. from this and then taking small steps and just chunking it down into into what you want. And and the time to increase the in new is a great time to do that.
0: Definitely. Absolutely. And you're currently running every day? in december Fiona. i
1: am. i am well this is again because i my running was was uh i did an Ironman in october and my running had i'd kind of been neglected a little bit and i thought oh i need to kind of pay attention to my running i'm a little bit slower than what i want to be so i thought okay just do it simple just keep it really simple just set myself a goal just to run every day and so i just you know i used to run 10 miles a day but now it's 5k that's mm. fine i'm out I'm breathing I feel a bit smug because it's December. I'm going,
0: oh, look at me running every day. How did you How did you get over that? That sort of that feeling that you're not you're not training for a massive, you know, a massive challenge, and you're, How did you sort of transition? And what was your advice, maybe for people who, yeah, you know, who always wants you know, always want to be booked up to a to yeah. Well, a, I
1: mean, I have a tendency yeah. to be like that. So what I try to do is first of all remember that rest is part of any training schedule, mm. and when you do an Ironman. You know, I think for me, I had to give myself a month of, you know, saying okay, whatever I do, it doesn't really matter. So I was doing funny classes and stuff, and you know, and, and but if if you have to frame it that way, I had to frame that as rest. It's structure, you know, mm-hmm. it's part of my bigger plan because I will not improve if I don't rest. You know, yeah. especially as I'm getting a little bit older. I also think you just reevaluate, change your goals, change. Physically is really good, you know. For I was running a lot for a long time and getting slower, so I did triathlon. I think our bodies need the change. As well, yeah, as you I need might. to mix it up and yeah.
0: Do, do it.
1: And you know, like when you are not training for an event, it's the time to focus on strength, like flexibility, things that you might not have time for when you're focused on the finish line. But if you spend time thinking, okay, I've like got that tight hamstring.
0: Yoga for athletes, which we'll be uh, including yoga, in perfect. the next uh, issue magazine, actually. Yoga. Power strength.
1: yoga. Yeah. Yoga is so good. And particularly triathletes and runners who do are on that drive thing all the time. It's not just the physical, which they do need to stretch and relax. It's also just taking time out away from that drive thing. Mm. You know, that push, push, push. Just a little bit of reflection, a bit of, to get in touch with your body because you, you know when you're doing a lot of training you can sometimes miss things and what's going wrong mm. you know that that knee that hamstring whatever it might be so I think it's really important to mix it up and to look at it as a whole thing and to look at it as a lifetime thing as well because you can't I couldn't do an Ironman every six months I'd be dead <laughs> some people can but I couldn't so I want I want to run and, and live long and live well yeah I want to run forever you know I don't I want to be a 90 year old woman running and swimming and do but I won't be able to if I kill myself and keep mm.
0: doing things. is there anything on on the kind of on the horizon. Yeah, that you're the Brighton, marathon. Do? <laughs> the Brighton marathon. <laughs> I'm doing the Brighton Marathon, yeah. So yeah, I've really toned it down. Is that
1: February? It's no, it's April, April. So so December running every day is to get the body moving, ready to go and do the Brighton Marathon. And, you know, the Brighton Marathon for me, I've done a lot of marathons and I've done some quite fast ones, but it won't potentially will be an average time. So it's about just getting that flowing feeling of mm. running again, enjoying being in a race, which I
0: love. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Fiona. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. For more information about FitPro education and for details on FitPro membership and insurance, you can visit us at fitpro.com. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and see you next time.